Hey, hopefully everyone's having a lovely night. I'm about to go to bed, but I'm just going to record a quick episode. Something that I kind of wanted to get off my mind. And it's going to be like no consistency in this topic, but it's just going to be bouncing around here and there. But just wanted to clear my thoughts before I go to bed and have like an overwhelming amount of thoughts just going through my mind. So... Like, one thing that I realized over, I don't know, I, I want to say since after high school, I realized that no matter what I talked about or no matter who I talked to about particular topics, it doesn't matter what the topic is. But if a topic is really like, whether it has to do with politics or something that's very emotionally draining, whether it's like suicide or why the world is the way it is, or just any type of topic that's kind of heavy to talk about, like the conversation. It's almost like no one really wants to talk about any of those things, right? Now, you do have like specific content creators that are dedicated to specific topics, right? Like you have your political ones, you have your gaming ones that talks about like what are good games or review games, and then you have like your movie reviews, and then you have your social culture stuff you have a variety of stuff right people covering drama and within that sphere they talk to other people who are also in that type of environment or also are interested in those type of conversations so like if you're into drama you're gonna find youtube channels instagram pages tiktok pages and you're gonna see a lot of people make content together on things they agree or disagree revolving like drama or revolving political views or religious views or any other topic that you can think of. And I remember like growing up, this wasn't a thing because it's like in order to find people that you can kind of relate to or people that are interested in having these conversations is a little bit more complicated than it is now. At least it's not to say that it's not hard to get your foot in the door to have someone to talk to about specific things. Like if you want to talk about vegan versus non-vegans and just particular topics that you're very passionate about or someone else seems to be passionate about and you kind of have like discussion, not really a debate, but like a conversation to try to understand one another's perspectives to get a better view of why people think the way that they do on that particular topic. And when growing up there in high school, even middle school, I had interest in a lot of topics. You know, I questioned things that are like, what is the meaning of life at a very young age? Like everything seemed like no, like there was no purpose and we can sort of create our purpose. But at the end of the day, the reality is the mindset, right? Like the animals are living how they live. Like this is what I was thinking when I was a kid, right? Like the animals are living as they have no brain. They're just in living by instincts. And as humans, as we grow older or whatever, we find either we suffer through life, we do things that we don't want to do. And then there's some of us that probably find things that we do enjoy in between. And then some of us, you know, find the perfect aspect of what it means to actually live because we're all creating our own environment to a certain extent, depending on our circumstances and the things around us in our environment, right? Like, I don't think that you can get out of a hard situation if you you were born in a certain place that makes it a lot more difficult to come out of and this can be super subjective to a lot of people because 
you hear the constantly conversations being had saying that if you're poor, it's your fault. If you're homeless, it's your fault. But there's a lot of other factors that I personally consider to be the root of all these different things. And when I was a kid, like I said, I seen that animals, you know, they sort of don't think they just enjoy life. They go by instincts and then I don't know if they're happy or not, but they're going around like growing up, they're playing as their kids. If you've seen kittens, if you've seen puppies, little cows and just all types of animals, baby chickens running around chasing each other and they're having a good time. And then as they get older, you know, they kind of slow down, but they hunt and kill things, you know, the way that nature is from that perspective. And then you have humans that we do things according to what we think is acceptable or to what we think is enjoyable. Some people like playing video games. Some people like playing sports. Some people like architect. Some people like designing things, being creative. Like there's a variety of different things. But the only reason that we are this way is because we have the ability to think and we all like the, we all like and enjoy different things. And like I said, growing up, it was hard to find someone to talk to about these certain things that I was just interested in having those like conversations, right? Like, why are we like this? Why are people like that? Why are animals this way? What is a consciousness? You know, like what makes us think a certain way from other people? Why do we have different perspectives? You know, like just, just in general, like simple questions, but I felt like they were very, and I'm pretty sure I wasn't the only one that had these growing up, but I felt like they were really heavy topics to talk about with any kid, right? Like imagine being in middle school and just bringing it up to someone and being like, what do you think the meaning of life is? And why do you think we have different perspectives from one another if we're almost around the same environment? And some some kids who are growing up, they probably would have told me, yo, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Like, I'm just trying to eat my cereal <laughs> or something. But I don't know. It, it's it's weird, right? Like having, like growing up trying to find people to talk to about subjects like this or topics made it very hard and made me feel very isolated growing up. So I had to pretend to be something else, pretend that I was like this non-caring type of person. And, you know, I went through the emo phase. I went through like the sports phase. Um, I went through the loud kind of loud obnoxious face not i don't want to say like really because i was only like i had a weird and i still do but had a weird personality it's like i was loud whenever i was playing sports like i remember during school i would just go to sleep in class i would be quiet even if there was people that i knew that i talked to like after school or something or when we played at the park or when we play like soccer against one another and tournaments and stuff yet when i seen him in class i really wasn't talkative at all like it was like i had this bipolar switch of or two different personalities of one being like super quiet which was like kind of my real self because i was filled with thoughts and just constantly thinking and then i had the other one to where i was like talkative because i i, I still don't know why i was like super loud whenever like i play sports you know I feel like I would try to distract my mind from thinking so much. It's the same way that I think about it when I used to play, like, well, I still play video games, but when I was more competitive, I used to be super loud and being like, oh my God, I fucked him up. I'm shooting him. Let's go. Like, I used to be more hype, hyper energetic, I guess. 
And I used it as a way to sort of pretend that I was happy or sort of to pretend to cheer myself up to kind of clear my mind. And that's the only conclusion that I can think of that I used to be that way. But like how I talk in these podcasts is like mainly my true personality, right? And it's a really mellow, boring type of person. Not that I, I don't think I can't like be outgoing, but a lot of the times I am more like a serious no person which can be very born and it's like very you know go to sleep on because it's like i was just i'm trying to relax you know why are we talking about these conversations like this <laughs> and so it's understandable right like a lot of people wouldn't want to have a conversation about certain topics that can be heavy for someone especially if you're dealing with certain things like your own personal um struggles in your own life so like I said, growing up, it was hard to find that type of like people to have conversations with because you don't know who's alike like you are. You kind of just hung around with people that you saw simply because they were you just saw them constantly every single day and you kind of made this bond like family, right? Sometimes you, a lot of times, a lot of family members don't like one another, you, your sisters, your brothers, your parents, and you kind of just put up with them. And sometimes you separate as you get older and sometimes, you know, you just kind of deal with them as you get older. You don't hate them. But it's kind of like, you know, they did some messed up stuff when you were growing up and you did some messed up stuff. And it's kind of like you have that mutual understanding of like what family is, but you, you know, you respect them, they respect you, even if you disagree on certain things. And I haven't tried to like really try to have conversations with people like every now and then I would. I don't know. I feel like I message people or sometimes I get messages but not often. I used to get more messages when I streamed, but I, I would message people things that I wanted to get off my mind because a lot of topics are complicated to think about on my own. And I could do research on a lot of different things, but it's hard to filter out the things that are subjective to try to find the objective truth on certain topics, whether it was like looking at the red pill, whether it was looking at feminists or certain political views or looking about like religion veganism right like i've said many times before you look at one concept someone saying one thing and then you look at the total opposite of what's being said on the other side and people are like completely saying that this other thing is a lie you know it's the whole thing with covid as well and wearing a mask you know some people are with wearing a mask some people are against wearing a mask and it's something that i see you know in texas i, I wear my mask and you know because it doesn't really bother me whether it's conspiracy or not conspiracy it does no like it makes no difference to me if i wear a mask right so that's why i wear when it's like not a cumbersome thing to me i mean i when i work i wear a mask all the time simply because that's you know construction work with a, a lot of dust a lot of paint a lot of texture just different types of toxins that are around when you're inside and there's no ventilations but i've gotten accustomed to wearing a mask so it's like it's not going to bother me wearing going to the store or something so i'll wear one you know whether it's we're being lied to or whether we're not being lied to like it's no concern of me my, me right like i'm just gonna do what i think is best and wear a mask but you know you still speaking from that perspective you still have people who are arguing for both sides right you have people who don't want to wear a mask you have people who do want to wear a mask and then you have little points of what they're talking about right like you have one that's saying you know it's going against my rights it's going against my freedom and then it's going against like this certain percentage of people are only getting hurt and then you have the other side it's like oh well these people matter and you know it's been proven that you should wear them and like you have everything has a rebuttal for some reason right and it can be the same thing for veganism right some people say oh being vegan is bad for the environment because of all the plants and things that you have to 
use land to be able to make the soil and then you have another rebuttal against that saying that that's not true so like people are getting like bits and pieces and it's like everyone wants to fit their own perspective or own narrative or maybe some people are just not really looking hard into certain topics that maybe they're misinformed like i don't know anything about any of these topics right like the only reason that i want to be vegan someday or i hope that there can be some kind of change is simply because I think as humans, there should be a better way to be able to protect things that are living, right? Obviously, there's no perfect way to make, like, have no suffering, right? We're gonna, things are going to suffer regardless, but I think that we should do limited amount of suffering. Now, this is still a subjective thing because there's two different perspectives. There's the perspective of what's objectively right and what's objectively right, because just because you can survive without eating, eating meat, it doesn't mean that you should care about it, right? Like people are still going to have the perspective and they're not wrong and I'm not wrong. It's just different perspectives. So that that's where it gets a little bit complicated that some people think, well, animals, you know, as long as we kill them humanely and, you know, that's, I just want to eat them because they taste good. It doesn't matter if it doesn't provide anything, but I just want to kill them, right? And then you have the other perspective saying, well, I feel like I have, like, I feel like living things should all have a right to live. And, you know, no one has to share the same sentiments as I do towards animals. And that's understandable, right? Like you can say you don't care if you cut, whether your argument for whatever side doesn't make sense or isn't consistent. That's not the point. The point is that you have a choice and I have a choice to make these decisions on our own because we have different perspectives and different ways of seeing things. You know, just because I care about a dog doesn't mean that someone else has to care about a dog, right? Like I'm not a better person because I care about this particular dog and you're not a worse person because you don't care about this particular dog. You know, like I think in China or some other places of the world, they eat dogs and and some other places they don't eat cows and like it's all a matter of perspective and how people see certain things and to tell someone that oh like i get why people tell each other certain things right because someone really passionate believes that this is subjectively true and this is like the better way path forward which is how change happens but then you have you know the complicated part where there's little pieces where people are right from every perspective and it's hard to come up to a conclusion as to which is actually better overall, you know, because when it comes to like, especially when it comes to vegan, right, just because it's not necessary doesn't mean it shouldn't be done, right? I don't know. It's really complicated from my perspective, in my opinion, if you like, especially if you seem to overthink a lot, some people, which I admire, but some people are just can consistently be like, nope, I'm going to eat it because of this. Nope, I'm not going to eat because of this. And I wish I had that mindset, but it's really hard for me to have that like mindset of not overthinking and seeing both sides. And I feel like that's a, that's a negative trait on my part, if I'm being like completely honest and it sucks. But like uh, getting back to the messages, sometimes I have topics that I want to I want to figure out, but whenever I look like anywhere online, right, whether it may be Reddit, Twitter, YouTube videos, and then other documents by people that have been doing studies and researching the same thing. And then like, you don't know if it's, tr it's real or not. Like if it's facts, 
factual or just a subjective piece that someone's writing. So you have to look into like the person who wrote this certain articles. Then you have to look at where other people are getting their studies from. And it's a lot of thing on top of like trying to work and trying to, you know, keep a roof over my head and like all these other things. And sometimes it's easier to get someone else's perspective that already knows a little bit about the topic. Like for instance, there was, I think this was last year that I was noticing that there was a, a lot of people talking about how um, women date, I don't know how to put it, like women date toxic men or I guess I'll leave it like that. Like why do women date toxic men or why do a lot of women date toxic men? Because, you know, not all women are going to date the same type of toxic. And when I was like hearing this type of stuff, I started like overthinking about it. Like, okay, so what do you mean by toxic? Like, that's such a, that's like, that's such a subjective term. It's like very vague, right? Like, are they being abusive physically, abusive mentally? Like a lot of these things that were being said, it was, it was like memes and stuff on Twitter, like videos and YouTube videos talking about, oh, women just want a toxic masculine man and this and that, you know, she's for the streets and, but I never understood the perspective of what they are talking about when you mean toxic, right? <clears throat> so I kept thinking and thinking about it, trying to figure out what exactly they were talking about. Because a lot of people can get toxicity and confidence confused. And I see the, like I see different people consider it to be different things. Like if a man is loud, some people can consider that to be obnoxious and toxic. But if a man is loud from the others, like uh, other girls can think that it's very attractive and shows dominance or something, right? If, if a man doesn't like to be talked back to by a woman, some women like that and some women don't, right? Like you can, for every woman that you can find that likes something, you can find a woman that doesn't. The same thing for a man, for every thing that's something a man likes, you can find a man that doesn't, right? Because we're different. Now, when it comes to this, they were saying mostly most women, right? Now, I don't know how you find mostly. So I started looking through these studies and how they even figure out like where are they get in these things from, right? And then you get these subjective article pieces and then you get this biological stuff that they're talking about from the past. And it gets a lot of like super complicated. So I started messaging different girls asking for their perspectives. And this is where it gets a little bit complicated for me because when I ask questions like, what is your perspective on, I don't remember exactly how I said it, but it was along the lines of, you know, assuming that this is how I still talked back then. I like, I don't see why it would be any different, but you know, messaging them saying, and it's kind of weird because we don't know each other and it's just being strangers and just randomly messaging someone, right? Like I will obviously ask if it's okay, if I can ask something, you know, it would be in the first message. There'll be a decent long paragraph asking, I want to make sure that you're emotionally and mentally capable of being able to have a conversation about a topic that I'm kind of interested in right now and that I can't get out of my head. So I would like to talk about, and then I will put the topic, you know, like, do you think women really, you know, date toxic men? Like a lot of women are attracted to this and what is your perspective? And I will ask like a lot of girls on Instagram and Twitter about this and only, you know, like one or two wrote back out of like a lot of them that I, road to and I really wanted to have a conversation and get other people's perspectives I did get one that was saying that I was a misogynistic because you know I was saying that even though I 
all I was asking was a question because I don't know what side that I stand on when it comes to that. Right. Like I believe that people are just different, you know, like there's men in, I mean, a lot of, like if you put every man, a lot of men are just different. If you put every woman, there's going to be different women amongst all of them. Right. But there is always going to be a group that's like majority of men, just one sex. Like there's still going to be a majority of something, right? Like majority of people like pizza, you know, like there's always going to be minorities and majorities when it comes to particular things, but they're still going like, even if you pick like everyone in the world and only 1% of the world likes pizza, that's still a lot of people, right? That you should take into consideration. So I, I was just interested, right? Because I wanted to hear both sides. I wanted to hear well, if this is true, what do women consider toxic and what don't they consider toxic? And this reminds me of a TikTok that I seen a couple of weeks ago, actually, talking about this guy said, I don't know exactly what he said, but he said, women need to stop dating toxic men. Women need to not entertain, uh, something about women just not dating toxic men. And Personally, I didn't like this was a topic that I was talking about a year ago or something that I wanted to get a better understanding of it if it was true. And when this guy made this TikTok, a lot of people responded and they they said, um, why don't men stop being toxic? Teach men not to be toxic, you know, along those lines. And when I think of it from an outside perspective, they're both right. So it's like, but I feel like no one's really trying to understand each other. And this is a topic that I, or something that I can't get out of my mind a lot of the times, because, you know, I'm a, I'm a guy and I want to make sure that, you know, it's not that I hang around other guys anyways, but you always see that, oh, be better for other men to, you know, do this and that. And but it's like, I don't really hang around other people. And it's like, what am I supposed to do? If I see someone, I'm supposed to like tell them, yo, you're doing this wrong. Like, this is where it gets a little bit more complicated, right? Because it becomes something that's subjective. If I see a, a man doing something that a lot of people on Twitter or online say that it's um, not morally acceptable to do, and I try to stop them, and yet they're perfectly fine and have a different perspective than I do, then I'm probably just going to get shot or beat up, especially being in Texas, right? But it, it's a kind of a complicated thing to put a burden. Like I'll see a lot of things like, oh, men need to stand up for other men if they see something going on. But it, when it comes to like real practice, it's something that's kind of hard to do when everyone has a different perspective. Like I, I will never forget that whenever I was in high school, that I defended this girl on something and then she slapped me for me defending her, even though this guy was treating her bad, like in front of everybody because of the way he was treating her. But she said that it was just considered flirting and all this and they were being like rough, but I don't want to get like too deep into that and relive like this trauma bullshit. But it, I'll never forget simply because it's like, I've always been a person that tries to take into consideration of other people's feelings but it's like, I go by what I feel sometimes, a lot of the times, which can be a flaw within itself. But it's like, if I feel that something wrong, I try to like intervene, which is probably not the best thing a lot of the times, right? But I also try to be logical. And sometimes it doesn't work out because my emotions overlook that logical aspect of it and just sort of acts on its own. But it really depends, right? Because of my anxiety and stuff like that. But... There was another instance that happened at work. This 
well, it's not almost the same, but I'll get to that in a minute. If I remember before I lose track of what I wanted to say, talking about the whole TikTok thing. So both of them are right. You know, women should stop dating toxic men. The problem is when you say that, well, before I get into it, women should stop dating toxic men and men should stop being toxic. Those two are literally objectively right. Like both sides, they're right. You know, like men should stop being toxic and women should stop dating toxic men. Now, if you're only going to put it in black and white, I don't think that's how it should be because are women really like, this is where I want to know, right? Like are women really dating toxic men? Or are men like that they're picking end up changing throughout the relationship, right? There's a lot of variables that can happen. Men are changing their personalities. Women are changing their personalities or perspectives along their relationship. Something's going on or what people consider toxic is going to be super subjective, right? Like if a guy says, go make me a sandwich, some women are going to consider that toxic. Other women are not going to consider that toxic. So then it just becomes something that's really subjective, and that's when it becomes a little bit more complicated because it's like you have the women who are fighting for certain things and then you have the other women who are against the thing that those women are fighting for. And the same goes with men, right? Like you have men that are fighting for certain things and then you have men who are going against those people that are fighting that for that specific thing. So when it comes to toxicity, I, I hate that they don't explain what they mean by toxic. It's such a vague thing. Like when I consider toxic, it's just being disrespectful to someone. Um, hitting someone, being emotionally abusive, right? Like just calling them names consistently, making them feel like they're doing something wrong all of the time, you know, by just manipulation, you know, like stuff like that. I mean, there could be other things that I'm not thinking about right now, but people just use it so vaguely. It's like, well, what happened? What do you mean stop dating toxic men? And what do women mean by like stop men being from being toxic, you know, when they're in a relationship? Because it, it's a, like, it's something that you have to go deeper into, <laughs> But both of them objectively make sense, right? Like, but are women really dating these toxic men? And are men changing during their relationship and being toxic? Like, what is what is the truth that's going on here, right? Because some people can be like super confident and come as being an asshole. And some people can be like, well, there's no such thing as being an asshole and being confident. You're either confident or you're an asshole, right? But from my anecdotal experience, and this was only like when I was coming through high school, right? We were kids. That's a whole different type of conversation. But even out of high school, like 18, 19, which I would still say is like the kid phase. I've always seen like the girls were into like this bad boy phase. And even with my own experience, when I was during like the dating and hookup stuff that I mentioned before that, whenever I acted cold and like not cared, I felt like I was getting a lot more attention than when I was being vulnerable now that doesn't I would never say that oh all women just want me to be this way never be open that's just simply maybe it was just the people that I was hanging out with maybe it was just the people that I was obviously hooking up with and that doesn't reflect on the billions of other girls that are on this planet right like that's just in my small circle of sphere but then when you see other people who have the same issue or have the same problem that's kind of where it stems from right like you see other people men having a problem and they're like oh all women must be this way or all men must be this way, right? Because you see a lot of men just want sex from women. So women automatically say, well, all men just want sex. And you you get like these things that are not really 100% true. Maybe the majority of them do. I don't know. But this is kind of what I want to look into a little bit deeper. And 
yeah, I, it, but it's just kind of funny how you have different perspectives when it comes to the same topic. And it's like, it almost seems like no one really wants to want to understand each other. Right. I think that's the only thing that kind of makes me a little bit upset. Like, especially with, like I seen a TikTok, like I said, and they're both right. But it, you really have to have a deeper conversation instead of like a 30, 60, 30 to 60 second clip to where you're like, just stop being toxic. Because like the reality is that people who are toxic, at least from my perspective, maybe I'm wrong. But people who are toxic are obviously just going to be toxic, right? Like no one told me to never be toxic. No one told me to not do this to this person. Like these are just things that I already knew emotionally not to do for for whatever reason, right? It's not like I learned them from somewhere. Maybe I did and I just don't remember. And it's a subconsciously thing that I've paid attention to. But what I consider to be respectful are just things that I learned along the way of what I felt was right. And by being open-minded and listening to other people and what they admire there's certain like i wouldn't cuss in a professional setting and i wouldn't cuss around my family but when i'm by myself or, or hanging out with certain people i would cuss right like there's just a time and place for certain things and to act a certain way and to be a certain way and that's just my perspective right like i'm not gonna go around the store and like be all loud or be naked in the store in public like i would be at home right like there's just certain occasions where I would be a certain way right to be respectful of other people but I feel like people who are like murderers or just bad people in general you cannot just tell them yo don't be toxic and this is the right way like I feel like they're just toxic because they're just bad people right like there's always going to be bad people in the world and yeah we should try to make as many people not be as toxic and as bad, you know, have less of these things and help people change for the better. But at the end of the day, I feel like the reality is there's always going to be bad and evil people and no amount of teaching or wording certain things is going to change how someone views certain stuff. Right. And that doesn't mean that we give up. That doesn't mean that we stop trying, but it simply means that the reality is that if you say, oh, well, stop teach men to not be toxic. The ones who are toxic are probably just going to stay toxic because that's the way that they are you know that doesn't mean that we shouldn't try to be better but i feel like they're toxic for that very reason that that's what they want to be and that's who they want to be and that's who they choose to be and it's a little bit more complicated than just that right like i could be totally wrong like i said this is a complicated subject when it's talking about like people and people changing because people do change all the time but you know there's always been that saying that you know once a cheater always a cheater whether that's true or not some people believe that to be true but if that happens to be true, then that means people cannot change who they are. But I do believe that people can change. But it's just like, it, it takes a lot of work. Like I said, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't try. But I'm just specifically saying, you know, if, like someone's going to be mean or do something. I feel like they're just not going to stop, right? Like there has to be a reason behind what they're doing. And maybe they just enjoy it and have fun. I don't know. Like it's It's a weird thing. Like I used to know this person in high school that used to, just like lying to girls because he just felt good. Like he just said he liked it. Right. And it wasn't like a friend of mine or anything, but it was, you know, you know how in school you used to have like these desks that you sit in like the circle seats and you would be like in groups and people had a table of like, I think four chairs. And he was talking to one of his friends, you know, and saying, hey, you know, I'm going to mess with this girl tonight. You know, we're going to have fun, you know, I'll just, and then I'm going to like dump her. And, you know, doing all that sorts of stuff, you know, lying and being manipulative. And 
you just enjoy that. Like, that's what he said. What am I going to do? I'm going to say, yo, that's especially back then, right? Like I was a little bit more nervous, but I'm going to say like, yo, don't do that. That's wrong. Can be like, who the fuck are you to tell me not to do this? Right? Like that would be probably the reaction back then. But back then I was a kid. I knew a lot less than I do now. That's for sure. But it's still a complicated thing to talk about simply because it's like to change someone else's perspective and teach him, especially in like one day. And you don't know that person. Why would they listen to me? over what they've been doing. It's been like something that they enjoy. I don't know. Like it's really, it's not simple. That's for sure. Doesn't mean it's not worth trying though. But yeah, it, finding like people to talk to, like getting back to like finding people to talk to about conversations, doesn't matter what the topic is. It used to be hard back then. I feel like now it is a little bit easier, especially if you put yourself out there. And it's still a little bit complicated because everyone's going through their own struggles. Everyone's going through their own thing. And I've been hearing a lot that, oh, no one cares about your struggles. No one cares about what you're going through. And sometimes it does feel like that. And I try to like bring myself back down level, like to be level headed, because I know that it's not that no one cares about like my struggles or my feelings, but other people have their own shit. Right. And even though, Growing up after like high school, I've always used to listen to people. Even if I had my own problems, I would still listen to people constantly and I would never mention my problems, but it always seemed that I was never listened to. And every time, like, obviously, especially this, I used to have a bad habit of like, especially when the internet was becoming more of a mainstream thing, like Instagram and Twitter, I, I would message people like random people you know, online being like, yo, you know, I need someone to talk to about this. And then I would go to like forums. There was this forum that I used to go to. I don't know what it was called. It wasn't Reddit, but I would talk about my problems, hoping that someone would answer, you know, I would get like a comment or two, but it would suck because it would truly feel like no one cares about me. Right. Like I'm trying to have a conversation about something that I don't understand. And it's like either someone says, oh, look it up yourself, but yet I'm still conflicted or people wouldn't want to have a conversation because they either like, I felt like they don't care. Right. But I think the re I mean, the reality is some people don't care. Right. Like we all have our own struggles. Life isn't fair sometimes. And just because I care doesn't mean that someone else should care. And it sort of sucks not having someone to talk to about certain things. Right. It's not like you can talk to just one person because you, one person may be knowledgeable about something, but in order to get a perspective of something that you actually want to know or learn, you need to talk to someone who's knowledgeable about that particular topic. So like if I wanted to talk about politics, I'm not just going to talk to a random person to get information from them, right? Like I'd rather talk to someone who's knowledgeable from both sides to get their perspective if, I, if there was something that I want to understand. And it, it's something that I still struggle with, right? Like I sometimes look at my phone and I'm like, I'm going to message this person that I follow or this person that follows me and ask him a question, you know, ask him if it's okay. And I've done that in the past. It's been a while since I've done it, but I think it's been like at least a year. And I try to hold myself back from doing this because I don't want to be a burden to people. And I feel like it's disrespectful to put my problems out to someone else. And obviously I don't just throw my stuff out there, but I do ask if it's okay, if I can like vent a little bit and get their perspective on something that's like boggling my mind. And, you know, it can't just be anyone, right? Like it has to be 
Like, for instance, if I want to talk about like the toxic, if women like toxic men, then I obviously have to talk to a woman about this because like their experience and their answers matter when it comes to this topic. Like I wouldn't talk to a man simply because, I mean, unless he unless he's like bisexual or, or something, then maybe, but still like going, I want to know a woman's perspective of why she does, you know, this, if it is true, like what she sees with her girlfriends and stuff like that. The same goes with politics. You know, there's particular people that I would like to talk to to have these conversations, but to find people like that is kind of like hard. So if anything comes out of like my podcast or something, it would be to get in touch with different people to be able to have conversations about things that they're knowledgeable about and things that I'm interested in getting to know that way. You know, it's not like I want to vent, but I want to get to know more about certain topics that I'm interested in to be a better version of myself because I, during my hookup phase, I like, even with the red pill stuff, my hookup phase, I was basically going down that bad route that I kind of snapped out of it before I even knew what red pill was, right? Like I'm not red pill. I'm not in like men going their own way or any of that stuff. And, but before I even knew what that was, it was something that I was struggling through when I was growing up, like in my early twenties. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to learn for myself and, you know, to be a better person and, you know, to at least not be a burden, if anything else, before I'm dead, right? <laughs> if anything else, at least not be a burden. But, yeah, the struggle to find someone to talk to or just to talk to in general about random stuff sometimes, right? You know, have a conversation about certain things. And it could feel like sometimes no one cares about your struggles. And even that, like, it, it's a really confusing thing because it's not that they don't care, but I also don't want to be a burden, right? Like, it's a, a weird dilemma to kind of be in when your mind is filled with all these things. But that's all I really wanted to talk about. Just, you know, a random venting session. But, yeah, thanks for listening and talk to you in the next one.